0: Well, hello and welcome back to the Storm Dark Weather Podcast. This is episode 216. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the May coming in strong. Mayday. It is. It's it's May 1st. So happy May. We have crossed over into the month of May, which is the uh, most active severe weather uh, month of the year. Fair warning. Yes.
1: We'll get to this later, but... I know I sound horrible, but I promise I'm okay.
0: <laughs> you know, Cher is okay. She's got like tons Look, of allergies. Pollen is hitting me hard. It is. And yeah, we're going to talk about that. We've got uh, things are on the, uh, the cars and it's crazy. Yeah. And, and there's new pollens to talk about in the pollen report. So we'll get to that in a minute. So so other than you getting all snotty, how you
1: doing? <laughs> doing good. Actually, today I feel fine. I sound horrible.
0: <laughs> That's
2: Okay. And, Corey, you doing okay over there? I'm doing great. You look great. It, it was like a, get
1: sick. It Alex was just a, a good, good day. him. I, I
2: use <laughs> I use pollen as like baby powder. I just put it all over my skin. It makes it so soft. Well, and there's smooth. plenty of it on
1: our car. So <laughs> yeah, yourself. It
2: sure it's it's yellow. Now, didn't you say now? Uh, of
0: course, you now Corey's obviously working in the cave at Silver Dollar City. Didn't you say there you're having like pollen like on your desk or whatever? There's pollen everywhere. Or oh, we good? have
2: glass. Display cases after the tour that we put all our old pictures in, and we have to clean it off like four times a day. <sighs> and that's worse today. I mean, starting yeah. Now. yeah, yeah.
0: Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My car is starting to get a little little greenish, uh, yellowish too. It. And it's so funny. And I I've, I've told Shara this before. It's like oddly, when she's miserable, I'm okay. And then when she's okay, I'm miserable. So I haven't even taken We're a Claritin.
1: Like, uh, elderly, we text each other with our ailments.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Like, we
1: check in with our allergies <laughs> for the day. How she, are you feeling? She
0: are texting me? I'm miserable. It's like I'm like, great. You're like really?
1: I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> and then here in a couple of weeks, he'll be texting me. He's miserable. I'm like, mm, not I, bothering I'm me anymore. I'm
0: fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which 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 is weird. I mean, that just goes to show different people react to different things. I mean, Corey doesn't react to anything. No, I do.
1: No, he doesn't. Wait.
2: What, he's never sick. Wait, wait, wait. You you do. What do you react to? Ragweed.
1: When have you ever been sick from ragweed?
2: Every August. Oh, really? I don't recall this. Absolutely. I think we probably talked about this. I took like two COVID tests last time. It was that bad and negative. He
1: thought he had the flu.
0: Mm.
2: No.
1: Now you know how I feel every spring.
0: Oh, my gosh. And I never, I never <laughs> used to have spring allergies. I would have the the ragweed. And I,
1: I am like a twice-a-year kind of person. I'm like a really bad one in the spring and a really bad one in the fall. Okay,
0: so the you're both of them. The rest of the time,
1: you know, I might have a couple sniffles here and there or a, a sinus headache or whatever. But, but you get occasional
0: I get, stuffy in the winter too, right? Yeah, like with but the like I get like
1: really sick a couple of times a year to where oh, it gosh. does knock me down to where I can't. It's not like I can just go about my day. I'm miserable. Gosh. Well, I can't you say on the podcast,
0: like two days ago, you were just like, oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I can't sleep at night. I'm up all night coughing and sneezing and I can't breathe and my nose won't stop running and I'm miserable for a good two days.
0: Oh, gosh. Well, we're going to get in depth that, like we said on that before, but uh, we've had some severe weather uh, last week. Um, it, it's becoming more. Uh, common now. I mean, my my theory was correct that now all the severe weather we're really starting to churn it into the nation's midsection. Although a lot of it's in Kansas, Oklahoma, and by the time it gets here, it's pretty low. So the overnight stuff. What do you, what do you think? Well,
2: thinking? that's how it is usually for Missouri in May. Yeah. You know.
0: I mean, because you know, of the Joplin, you mean know, and that was in the afternoon. I mean I mean, and for, for people who don't really understand what's going on, uh, when you have activity like a low pressure system in and a dry line and a cold front and stuff out in Kansas and Oklahoma, the optimum time to fire <coughs> for everything to start firing is about four o'clock.
1: About evening when it's starting to get dark.
0: Yeah, four or five o'clock. Well, if it does it out there, then by the time it moves east and gets to southwest Missouri, it's like midnight. Yeah. I mean, that's a Hate general that. I hate it, too. And it's become more common. I mean, Corey and I have been railing about this for, what, two years? Two or three years now. It's like, please, can we do have something in the daytime? Well, and the
1: one tornado that's hit, Branson, was in the middle of the night. And that was leap Two leapier. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that
0: was sleepier or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, one of the big tornadoes uh, that happened... Uh, oh, shoot, I don't have the date on here. Uh, it was the other day, the Andover. I mean, Andover, Kansas, they uh, got hit
1: uh, them and uh, what was the
0: other town? Uh, near yeah, which uh, town? The, well, there's t- several of them. I mean, was I mean more than there. one tornado
1: that
0: night. Yeah. Not like that one though. No. Yeah, I mean, there were numerous tornado warnings and 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 I I look at them on radar scope and you look at the text because when you have a tornado warning, you watch the text and say radar indicated or there's one in the ground confirmed. So the one in Andover and Reed Timmer was on that one. There's tons of people on that one.
1: We watched it live. With Val, what's his name? Oh
0: yeah, Corey sent me that thing. Uh, I can't remember. Castor, Castor. Val I can Castor. Yeah, he has a
1: brother. They both do it. They both w- chase one
0: of a cha- one chasers. That was awesome. Oh my gosh! And uh,
1: but it was at the end of his live. I mean, it was getting so dark, you really couldn't see much. You were watching for lightning strikes just to try to see. Yeah, and- yeah.
0: I know it was crazy, and that was just one of them. So I mean, how how many were there, Corey? I mean, there were tons. I mean, I mean, actually on the ground there were only like. That
2: one was there. There was another one. Was there up there? Well, it kind of was the same one, sort of. Kind of, it wasn't on the ground. That was. El one.
1: Dorado. That's where they were at. Yeah. Towards the end.
2: That was the same one. Are you sure? Oh, okay. okay. Well, okay. when it Andover. moved over
0: and over <laughs> El Dorado. Okay, I'm. I'm not that familiar with the Kansas thing, but, but I mean, I saw that. I mean, we're getting these systems that the low pressure system the actual low would move up central kansas. well then you've got and what they call an attendant warm front which basically okay, classically would extend eastward and headed north. then you have a dry line coming down kind of south or south southeast and then a cold front behind that and once that entire system starts moving up that's where that dry line that's where all these thunderstorms are going to develop and that's kind of where these tornadoes are forming. And then the low-pressure system lifts on up, uh, up to, you know, Iowa or whatever, drags everything with it. And then uh, I think that next day, uh, I mean, we had all that stuff in Kansas. Then it calmed down that night. And we had – now, wait a minute. We had – looked like a gust front coming that Mm -hmm. night. And I think I posted a a loop or something. Did anything happen? Because I went to bed and I didn't know anything. I had wet pollen
2: in the next morning on my car. Just wet pollen?
0: (laughs) Well, okay. we had, that some, severe, we had some severe. We had some severe in our northeast
2: Oklahoma counties, Cherokee County and Kansas went severe. Okay, it, it it calmed down before it got here. Okay, which is what I thought. Now, did you happen to see all the storm chasers on that live feed?
1: Oh my goodness, the, I did not. Lined up, for the miles. traffic
2: was lined. Oh up. no, he couldn't drive because the traffic was lined up. Unfortunately, three of them lost their lives that night. Mm. Uh, three OU meteorology students were ret- actually they weren't in the chase. They were returning back to Oklahoma and died the on the chase? Missouri or the, on the Kansas Oklahoma border. Their car hydroplaned into the path of a semi. Oh, oh. no! So OU put all kinds of. Uh, uh, so they weren't even chasing. No, they were just they going. Were home. They were chasing. on their way oh. home. They
1: were on their way back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But still, it, was, it gets pretty crazy when on Corey and
1: chairs. I were chasing. Back in the early 2000s, you know, we would maybe come across another news car, um, maybe a couple of those. uh, It was like a touristy thing you could do. You could buy a package and go storm chasing. Oh, right, right, right. So you'd see a van or two of Mm -hmm. those. it. chase with us, yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, you'd see two or three other chasers, maybe, you know. Mm -hmm. But now, like, and they're not... There's so many people wanting to do this and wanting to go look and see, and they're not trained in what they're looking for. That's the problem. We've talked
0: about that before. It's like, you know, if you're going to go chase, please have some education in what you're doing.
1: Because you got to know where to position yourself to where you're not right in the path. You got to
0: know how to read a radar. You have to know how to look at velocities. You have to know how to look at mesoanalysis maps. A skew T-graph would be nice. Uh, (laughs) There
1: was even one point on the live we were watching, um, they'd got to a point where they were going to stop and sit back, and I was like, you know, just, I don't know a lot, but in my years of chasing and watching clouds with Corey, I was like, no, like, because they were watching ahead saying, I think it's going to be up there, and I'm like, I feel like, I feel like they're right in it. Like, do you see the wind around them? Like, I'm looking at the clouds. And I feel like I feel like it's gonna like drop right on them.
2: And that's when the pressure dropped. Well, they start oh. seeing their ears were popping, Suddenly, and all their ears pop started popping in it the went, truck
1: right after I said he that. He said, "We're too close. Off. We need to get out of here." Yep. And you could hear if him. If you get a pressure
0: out. drop, then something is happening. You could hear right. him
1: gassing it because there wasn't anything going on yet. But I was like, "That's going to drop." Of a sudden, like, both they're their in the ears
2: path. popped from the pressure dropping. So it was literally over. It your was head. right over their head. Oh, so, I my
1: mean, he, gosh. he was squealing his tires, getting out of there before.
0: it got. I would too. It was like, no, I don't want to be here. I just want. I would be out watching. I don't want to be in the middle. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Yeah, and that's, that's going to happen. That's going to happen when you go chasing, too. And uh, I want to kind of segue into this week. Uh, it is May. We just established that. And the title of this is May is Coming in Strong. And the reason is uh, we're going to have it, – it's kicking up. Severe weather is finally ramping up in this area. And I'm going to throw it to Corey in a minute. But uh, an overview – uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about it and before I toss it to Corey because last week we were in the the midst of like a few hours of severe weather was going to get here. Now we're now it's going to be, I think Monday night. You can not help on timing there, Corey, but yeah. So most a lot of people are going to listen to this tomorrow. Uh, be prepared tomorrow. We've got an event coming in. The Storm Prediction Center is going crazy with their with their outlooks. I mean, I'm seeing day five six start popping up all over the place. I mean, they're they're really getting excited uh, over there. And it, around this area, I'm going to say that. So anyway, we do have stuff coming in tomorrow. And now I want to toss it to Corey for... Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute.
2: Yeah, so Corey. It's not very often I get to go to the... Uh... High res rapid refresh model on a because well, it's tomorrow, so I can. Yeah, yeah, um, we can now. <laughs> the HRR saying, uh, we're gonna get some uh precipitation move in in the morning. And uh, I was, I was kind of thinking we might kind of because, because uh, they're expecting a pretty good amount of rain this coming week. I'm afraid of my cave flooding again. I've been watching that, oh, but oh god, uh, yes, uh, 9 a.m. Rain over Branson. Wow, nothing heavy. Heavier stuff kind of moving in by noon, but from 9 a.m. until until 5 p.m., it's supposed to rain over Branson according to the HRR model. Oh, so this is going to be kind of a a uh, might be spotty, event. but it doesn't look too spotty. But then it kind of clears out after five, after four, or five o'clock. Kind of clears out a little bit. And then some spotty stuff starts uh, uh, appearing right over us around 7 p.m. That oh. kind of clears out, too. The big stuff, according to the HRR, forms right over the southern Kansas, northern Oklahoma border between Miami, Venita, Bartlesville. Then okay. moves into Joplin by 9 o'clock, uh, Cassville by 10 o'clock. And here by 11 o'clock.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you're looking at the HRRR because that is one of the models, the short-term models we use, that updates every hour.
2: So, And that last round is the round we'll have to worry about.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, yes, exactly. And I think the text in the Storm Prediction Center, they they increased... The risk level for southwest Missouri, at least portions of southwest Missouri, from slight to enhanced, which is why I got all excited about it. Here's what it looks like.
2: Okay. It looks like a high wind event. It looks like it's going to be a bow echo moving through.
0: That's what I, that. Yeah, that's what they were kind of saying. Yeah. Because it's at night, everything's going to congeal.
2: Correct. Yeah. It's not going to be. I mean I I maybe some frontline spin-ups. Mm-hmm. I think I think the tornado threats like at 2% for us. I think is what it said. Okay. I think it's a little more to the west maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the hail and the and yeah. and the tornadoes are probably going to be more west Not of us. to
2: say we don't have that possibility. Oh, exactly. Right now it's looking like a wind event and we're going to get a lot more data here in the next few hours too. Oh, yeah. Now that the uh the, the, the new day one will come out and uh See if that that see we're in the enhanced right now, which is which is yeah pretty decent. I mean, <laughs> but, but it's because of the wind.
0: Uh, yeah, and if you look at the, I mean, we're uh, on the hail because I mean once you get to the day two, day one and day two, the Storm Prediction Center starts uh, breaking up the categories. You have the the wind, the hail, and the tornado, and the tornado and the hail are more in. What is it? Southeast Kansas, South Central Kansas, and North, Northern Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some hatched area, I think. I yeah. can't remember. But, but when you get to the wind, it's from Northeast Oklahoma, Southeast Kansas, all the way into Southwest Missouri, which we're in. And I, I'm, I, you're, you're totally on spot with that. I mean, that's where I think that front's going to come in with the bow echo. And I wouldn't be surprised to see 75, 80 mile an hour gusts out of this thing.
2: This yeah, is, that's uh, could cause some damage, and that's why we're in the enhanced. Uh, yeah, um, let, let me compare that to the GFS yes. now. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we always. And I haven't thing. done this yet. I'm just looking at it off the top yeah, here. Always
0: so. compare. Always don't don't do not ever rely
2: on GFS once has stuff precip starting at around well around well yeah okay. About the same time, actually. Okay, Between well, that's good to 9 know. 9 and 10 a.m. That's good to know. Maybe a little stronger rain on the G- GFS, maybe a little heavier rain. Still spotty stuff all throughout the afternoon. And then 7 p.m. kind of picking up. They don't have the uh, storms coming through Branson until around midnight. Okay, that's what I was kind of seeing earlier today. Uh, do me a favor if you could look at the Nam.
0: I always like to check the GFS, NAM, and the HRR, and you can hit two or of three of them.
2: I got lots of NAMs on here.
0: Oh, uh, well, whichever one. They're all the same. Well, the 4K yeah. is really more intense, but not intense, but more detailed. I'll put it that way. I got the 3K.
2: Ooh, okay. So the NAM has Essential. us at spotty stuff hitting Branson, 9 a.m. Okay. Heavy stuff hitting Branson at 10 a.m. Oh. Not storms, but talking heavy rain. And uh, spotty stuff continuing until 2 p.m. That kind of lifts to the northeast at 3 p.m. Clears out. Then we got an interesting line developing. 9 p.m. all the way through northern Missouri into Oklahoma. That moves into Joplin around midnight. Oh, so it's Ted later than the other ones. Branson around three a.m. Oh, okay, between, between one and three. See, so. and th- this is why we we look at models. I mean, if if.
0: if now, we would use this one in a comparison to say, okay, well, the NAM, this particular model, is kind of wanting to, to, you know, shove it a little bit later, but there is a consensus that something is going to happen. That's how you read models. I need mm-hmm. to do a weather school on how to read models.
2: Uh, but I'm looking at, you know, we got that taken care of. We We compared three models. It's going to do something, I'm sure. Yeah. Let's let's look a little more long term, which but I always go to the GFS for that. Yes, yeah, I'm very curious. I'm looking about that. at Wednesday. Okay, you know, I haven't seen how far away is Wednesday, Day v- It would be day four. We're we're at Sunday, which now, is there day are, one. There, there's some stuff on the SPC for day four in the vicinity. I mean, not here. Yeah, it's a little south of here. Well, I'm just. I mean, we got some pretty good.
0: Oh my word!
2: Moving through 7 p.m. Wednesday. By 10 p.m. and over Joplin, 1 a.m. over here. Yeah, so about Corey, Corey is actually showing 11 me 11 the, till midnight.
0: The bottle and that looks pretty heavy to me. It looks heavier <laughs> than
2: than tomorrow's. Yeah. Now this is the Wednesday. Now what what time is that? That is 1 a.m. So again, overnight. 10 p.m. Wednesday. Can
0: we stop with the overnight? To stores, 1 a.m. Please?
2: Thursday. <laughs> that's wow. something to watch at least.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's put that in something to watch definitely. And and then, then, I
2: mean, just oh wow! Now, what date is that? That's Mon next Monday, so that's a week from today. Yeah, but May is coming in. May is coming like a in. Tiger, we're gonna have. It's gonna be uh, could be an interesting month. We just gotta. It's one of the. It's one of those times of year. You just gotta pay attention every day to the weather because yeah. even if we're not expecting severe weather, out of the blue, we'll be in a slight, and we're not expecting it. It just happens. You gotta. It you does. gotta check that SPC outlook every day and. If we look
0: back at a few years past, we've had fairly quiet, severe springs. Yeah. Fairly. I mean, there's been, you know, there's always going to be that. This year, it looks like there's a lot. Like every week, we're having something come through that's yeah. prompting SBC it to does. get excited. We're, and we're due. Yeah. Yeah. We are. So we are. And May, the third week of May is kind of could roughly. It be, could but, it be La Nina? Ooh. I don't know. Don't make me play the. the, the <laughs> it'll scare Sharon. She's busy on her phone playing games or something. Are you playing games?
1: Oh, I'm working.
0: Oh, okay. So she's working. <clears throat> okay, so we'll say that she's working over there. Uh, <laughs> working on her fun facts or whatever. So we'll get to that later. Um, why? Don't, is that? Is that all you got on your models? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. and then next week, next podcast, we'll we'll uh, do some more analysis. That's a good analysis, by the way. Um, always watch. And tune into our Facebook page and our groups and stuff. I want to make uh, uh, a video for our groups. You're going to get the best coverage here. So if you're in Southwest Missouri or if you have friends in Southwest Missouri or Northeast Oklahoma or Northwest Arkansas or Southeast Kansas, tune into us. We'll keep you safe. All right. So now ah, let's get to that next segment. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, it is time for it the That was poly- me all night Thursday night. You said you you told me you just you you sneeze like fifty times or whatever. Yeah,
1: I can't just sneeze once. It's it's and it's like those loud ha like it like takes your whole head off.
0: Oh my gosh. I think my mom's like that. She will text me as like, I just sneezed fifteen times. Yeah.
1: And you can't breathe. Like there's actually times where I've sneezed so many times in a row I can't catch my breath.
0: Oh, I don't do that. I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I sneeze and go well,
1: and and then like some is- of them turn into like a, a sneeze, cough, sneeze, like <laughs> it, it wakes the whole house.
0: Okay, so you need to go go into the bathrooms. Like, just give me a minute; I'll be fine. Anyway, the uh, predominant pollens are this week: oak, mulberry, and walnut. Those are two. The the mulberry and walnut are new, so. And Corey and I were talking before the thing. I, we both think Cedar is, is in there. I mean. It uh, looks like it to me. Yeah, I mean, we're getting that. Yellow, green, gross. I mean, my car, i looked at it. It's the kind where when I go to work, because I stay and I work at home, but when I go play the show, I go get in my car, and then I have to run my windshield wipers with the solution to wash the thing off, and then I've got these streets of green all over my window. So it is definitely here. Uh, And when, when I say the pollen predominance, those are the top three. Now... Cedar could be four, you know, but but Pollen dot com won't won't say that. Um tomorrow, Monday, it's going to be medium because we've got all this rain and stuff moving in. It's four point nine, but then Tuesday through Thursday, it only goes out five days. Um it's anywhere from seven point five to seven point nine. It's around seven point six. You know what causes mulberry
2: allergies? What is that? It's when it's when the I monkey chases this. the weasel around the mulberry bush. The monkey Wait a minute, uh, minute. Stop no, To, to pull it. up his sock And <laughs> <laughs> Pop find- Goes the weasel Oh Goodness Only wait. the American version Ooh, Of that nursery oh, rhyme you know. Does it involve A mulberry bush Okay British They they. What do
1: they dance around Juniper
2: <laughs> No They don't They don't dance around uh, That's actually They funny. don't dance around anything <laughs> Though they don't dance No <laughs> No, they don't dance at all. They run up and down the city road, in and out the eagle. That's the way the money goes, Pop Goes the Weasel. I've heard
1: that that's the way the money goes. I've heard that. Oh, really? I've never
0: heard that one. Mm. So that is the children's thing in England.
1: I think I've heard like three versions rolled into one.
0: Uh, I don't even know lyrics. I just go da 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 da. So monkey chase the when weasel. you
1: have children.
0: Well, yeah, you know that's true.
1: You'll find videos and shows and things. They'll put words to those for you.
0: But have you played Baby Shark for and your
1: kids? Then kid? they're stuck in your head forever.
0: Baby Shark. Then start with me. I will
1: call you in the middle of the night playing that.
0: I don't get the Baby Shark thing. I'm sorry. That one was
1: cute. And and my son did it for a while, and then he was over it. So okay, good. We're still stuck on Encanto in our house.
2: Mm -hmm. What is that? Still
1: not talking about Bruno in our house. (laughs) Except we're doing a lot of talking about Bruno.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) anyway, before we get to the weather school, I just want to do a very brief uh, bird watching report. We don't really have an official report, but the only reason I want to bring it up is you posted Corey a cool slow motion.
2: Hummingbird video mm-hmm. I did
1: He's like a little kid at Christmas When he sees hummingbirds That is so cool I had three cool. he'll be I like, my he camera he comes home every day I only got goes,
2: two on the video
1: Every day he comes home from work Have you seen any hummingbirds today? Oh wow Okay well uh, First of all I have a life And I don't sit stare <laughs> out the window And watch for hummingbirds So no I have not noticed any hummingbirds today so, uh, No So then he'll go sit out there And he's on the porch And I'm in the house Making dinner He's like Oh, oh.
2: I got three. <laughs> Three, well, up fighting. until now, I've only had the one scout until today.
0: <coughs> yeah, now I saw two. It and it's so funny <coughs> what you said. I mean, you posted on there, watch till the end because they are on opposite ends. Yeah,
1: and then they noticed each other.
0: Yeah, they noticed each other, and then the one on the right came around and was like, "Hey, get out of here!" Yep. <laughs> that, that must
1: that have been Henry so on cute. the right.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Henry! Oh, He's oh, Henry! That's Candy Bar. Oh, Henry. You think? No, you think I'm kidding? Look it up. It it's is. a candy I, bar. I know. Okay. I was
2: just saying. All right. He was somebody else before he was a candy bar. Oh, Henry. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. Where do they think they got that? They don't just come up with a candy bar and name. It. Oh, Henry. I don't
2: know Why? What's
0: what's what's that? What oh, has history. To do
1: with Henry the
0: Eighth. Oh Possibly. really?
2: Is that it? I don't know.
0: Are
1: you looking it up, or are we just staring at you and you playing <laughs> <and> the game <laughs> on know.
2: your phone? He was an American writer, O. Um. Oh, mm-hmm. Henry. Oh, and that's where he got his name. So they decided to make a candy bar. A candy bar after mm-hmm. him. That?
1: Let's Whoa. immortalize him by making a candy bar.
0: Well, you know, there's the Milky Way, which they got from all the stars. Well, those after. are there forever.
2: Henry was a sarcastic guy. Okay, and every time he said something funny, his oh, wife would say,
1: "Henry, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh wait, wait." Okay. She says the same thing to me.
1: I say that a lot in our house. Oh my gosh. Oh, my God.
0: Stop. I'm sure it's a barrel of monkeys at your place. Well, before we go off the rails on the A block, <laughs> I think our 14 year old is worse than you are, though. Oh, that's right. Garen. <laughs> oh gosh. I wonder where Garen gets it from. So
1: we were, I've we, started watching a baby a couple days a week for a friend, and Garen is in love with this baby.
0: Oh, how cool.
1: So he gets excited when he comes home from school and she's there. Well, we took her to church with us today. And, of course, he had to hold the baby. And, like, she's six months old, and she's adorable. Oh, wow. So he's carrying her around. Of course, all the girls are flocking to him.
0: (laughs) Of course.
1: And there was, like, you know, T's named Karen. I didn't know you had a baby. He's like, well, I found this one. No one was using it, so (laughs) I took it.
0: (laughs) Your son is hysterical. He's something. Oh, my gosh. that, That is hysterical. Okay, well, I'm going to laugh while we get to the next segment. Um, anyway, the next segment is a serious topic. It is uh, the Storm uh, Stormdare Weather School. Uh, it's about tornadoes. We're going to have threats for that. We are getting right into May, and we need to have some education on some tornadoes, how they form, uh, what to look for, uh, what kinds. There's tons of kinds of tornadoes. So... Uh, To be smart and how to identify them, let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. Spring is prime severe weather season and atmospheric conditions are getting ripe for tornadoes. A tornado is a rapidly rotating column of air that is in contact with both the surface of the Earth and a cumulonimbus cloud. The windstorm is often referred to as a twister, whirlwind, or a cyclone. If you were to look down from the sky toward the surface of the Earth, then you'll see that the winds travel counterclockwise around the storm system in the Northern Hemisphere. Tornadoes come in many shapes and sizes, and they are often visible in the form of a condensation funnel originating from the base of a cumulonimbus cloud, with a cloud of rotating debris and dust beneath it. Most tornadoes have wind speeds less than 110 miles per hour, or about 250 feet across, and travel just a few miles before dissipating. The most extreme tornadoes can attain wind speeds of more than 300 miles per hour, are more than 2 miles in diameter, and stay on the ground for dozens of miles. Other tornado-like phenomena that exist in nature include the gustnado, the dust devil, the fire whirl, and the steam devil. Tornadoes occur most frequently in North America, particularly in central and southeastern regions of the United States, colloquially known as Tornado Alley. They also occur in southern Africa, northwestern and southeast Europe, western and southeastern Australia, New Zealand, Bangladesh, and adjacent eastern India, and southeastern South America. Tornadoes can be detected before or as they occur through the use of pulse Doppler radar by recognizing patterns in velocity and reflectivity data, such as the hook echoes or debris balls, as well as through the efforts of storm spotters. There are several scales for rating the strength of tornadoes. The Fujita Scale rates tornadoes by damage caused and has been replaced in some countries by the updated Enhanced Fujita Scale. An F0 or EF0 tornado, the weakest category, damages trees but not substantial structures. An F5 or EF5 tornado, the strongest category, Rips buildings off their foundations and can deform large skyscrapers. There are several different types of tornadoes. One is called a rope tornado. Rope tornadoes are some of the smallest and most common types of tornadoes, getting their name from their rope like appearance. Most tornadoes begin and end their life cycle as a rope tornado before growing into a larger twister or dissipating into thin air. However, some may last for only a few brief minutes, retaining their rope-like appearance the entire time that they are in contact with the ground. Despite their small size, they can still be dangerous to those in their path. Although rope tornadoes may look weaker than much larger ones, some get more intense as they narrow and tighten. Another type is a cone tornado. When people think of a tornado rolling across the plains in the central U.S., a cone tornado is often what comes to mind. Cone tornadoes, similar to rope tornadoes, get their name from their shape. They are narrower where they touch the ground than where they meet at the base of the associated thunderstorm. These are generally more dangerous than rope tornadoes as their paths tend to be wider and they can leave a larger trail of damage. A stovepipe tornado is similar to a cone. The main difference being that they are generally the same width at the base of the thunderstorm as where they meet the ground. Another kind is a wedge tornado. Some of the largest and most destructive tornadoes in history fall in the category of a wedge tornado. Wedge tornadoes can appear wider than they are tall, and they can leave behind a large trail of destruction in their wake. Wedges are usually major tornadoes, meaning that they are given a rating of EF3 or higher. Some of the worst tornadoes in history were wedge tornadoes, including the El Reno tornado that tracked across Oklahoma on May 31, 2013. This was the widest tornado ever recorded, growing to 2.6 miles wide during the height of the storm. multi and satellite tornadoes. Some supercell thunderstorms can produce multiple tornadoes throughout the life of the storm, but others may produce multiple twisters at the same time. Supercell thunderstorms are organized storms that have a strong circulation. This circulation is what helps lead to the formation of a tornado. Multivortex means that you have at least two, if not more, little areas that are swirling around the main parent circulation. While multi-vortex tornadoes have small ropes spinning around them, in extreme cases, a storm can produce two tornadoes spinning independently of each other. When this occurs, the second tornado that forms is called a satellite tornado. These are extremely rare and can lead to multiple trails of damage in the wake of the storm. Another kind is a water spout or a land spout. These may look like tornadoes, but they can develop when no thunderstorms are in the area. Although waterspouts are always tornadoes by definition, they don't officially count in tornado records unless they hit land. While some waterspouts develop the same way that tornadoes do, many are not associated with supercell thunderstorms. They are smaller and weaker than most intense Great Plains tornadoes, but still can be quite dangerous. Despite being weaker than most tornadoes, they can still be strong enough to overturn boats and create rough seas. No matter what type of whirling dervish comes down from the sky, the best thing to do is find shelter immediately. Never ignore a tornado warning when it is issued for your community. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you go. Knowing everything, you probably need to know about tornadoes, but we would still suggest... Please go to these storm spotter classes. They had them. You can go online and get them. If you're going to chase,
1: if you're going to chase, I mean, not for just laymen. You don't. Well, to take I mean, them, but
0: even laymen, you, I mean, you can get something out of it because if you're, I, we, we had something in Hollister one time, and people, I mean, this is several years ago. They were somebody sent us a video of something they were in Hollister. It was like this looks like a tornado. It's it's like rotating and stuff, and it wasn't. But that's what we're for. Right, trying but, to put us out of the but they a job? would send it to us. It was like exactly, but you know, but if we had everybody on our friends list do that, we would not have time. You would have to make you start working. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs>
1: so, so go I to Storm classes. I was very excited to hear that the, the severe possibility of weather is is happening on Corey's day off.
0: So we're lucky out. Yours, we're lucky. Yes, we're very much lucky out at this point. Um, Who are we kidding? It's going to
2: be here on Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, like at
1: two in the morning, you mean Tuesday morning, or
2: yeah, we'll see. Well, that's why you never know until those storms pop. You never know how fast they're going to be moving. I mean, we'll see what they say. The general
0: consensus is having that thing come down from the. uh, I mean, I made that post earlier. We'll just see tomorrow. We will know a lot more and have a lot more definitive information. So. Okay, well, it's time for the next. Se- oh, before we get to the next segment, I got to tell you my news. I am so excited. I have been fretting for so long, and I'll tell a little backstory. But I have somebody that's going to mow my yard.
1: <laughs> I
0: found somebody. Can somebody that's gonna... mow
1: your yard every year.
0: Well, there. Okay, there's a story. I've had this. I'm going to make it generic. <laughs> I've had this one guy slash company that he runs that is known. He flaked out on me a couple of years ago. He was going to do some landscaping. He came out. We talked. We have been friends for years. And he said, oh, well, I know what I could do. I could do this, and I could do this, and I'll send you an estimate. And I am like, great. So then a couple of days later, he emailed me an estimate. It looked good. I said, great, let's do let's it. Let's do this, it. This was August of 2020. By November, I said, um, "Was well, he
1: still mowing your lawn are we, during that time?"
0: Yeah, I mean, he had his group that kind of mow their lawn off and on. But and he said, "Oh, I'm trying to get everybody together, and we, I, you know, on Thursday or something. It was kind of rainy, so we'll get out there and do it." This was November of 2020. So by August of 2021. <laughs>
2: I emailed him that. back.
0: I emailed him back and I said, "Hey, you know, I've been re- rethinking." I said, "Apparently, you're really busy." Um, I said, "I've been rethinking some different things I'd like to do. Would you want to? You know, can you come out? We'll talk about it." He goes, "Great, I'll come out." And you know, and was see. he
1: going to the right house? Maybe he, no, no, no. Maybe he, he thought he was talking to somebody else. Like
0: Fifteen years. I mean, I mean I've but known like this guy every
1: time you call him. Maybe so, he went to a different house.
0: So I get this text downstairs. Like, are are you are you there? Uh, we're out in the driveway. I said, like, great. Okay. So I went out. It wasn't him. It was some guy and he was so blowing me off. You know, everything I would tell him, he's like, okay, we could do that. And i like, okay. And I said, I said, in this and this, we got all this. Sure. I'll do that. I'll go get, I'll go to the the boss's name, which is my friend. And we'll get you an estimate. I have not heard one thing from him since then. Oh, this weird. is, this is August from 2021. Now This year, his mowers always come out. I have texted him, I have emailed him, and I have called him. Zero contact.
1: Maybe he went
0: bankrupt. No, because I've looked online, and they're still in business. Maybe
1: he's in trouble with the law. Maybe he's in jail.
0: I don't know what's going on. But I'm like, really, dude? I've used you for 15 years, and you don't have even... If you just told Audacity me and said,
1: to just text no, me and say,
0: just call me and say, we can't work for you anymore, I'd be cool. Right, be like, like, I need to
1: find somebody else. So, Garen would have mowed it for you every week if he had a mower.
0: I, uh, she, well, that's worth it. You know, if he did that, I would get a mower. You <laughs> <He would> totally <laughs> anyway, I have called this year, okay, this is May 1st. I have called this year seven companies. Seven.
1: So apparently this is the lucrative business right now.
0: Apparently two of them have called me back and said, no, we can't. And the other five or the other four have blown me off. I'm like, what is going on? Am I on a blacklist? That's what I kept thinking. Am I on some kind of blacklist? he blackballed you and said, avoid this yard. Yeah. So finally a guy and literally his business is a block up that way. He called me, was so friendly. He's like, yeah, we got you on the list one mo So I'm like, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Was it you, within the you. same price as what you were paying? Like, reasonably? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, thank you. I mean, what is up? I mean, literally, I've called. And these are companies that I've called that are known. They're not like little like, mom you can pops. You do
1: really good, Mo and law. I actually have a couple of friends back in Oklahoma that, do that as they're living for the Great. year. Like that's what they do all year is just mow lawns for people.
0: Perfect. How would they? How much would they charge to come out 120 miles? To <laughs> yeah, your... I don't think they're going to drive to oh, okay. well, <laughs> Anyway, I had to get that off my chest, so I'm, I'm just thrilled. I am thrilled this guy. Thank you. I mean, you. we were
1: getting concerned about what your lawn was looking like. Well, I, so. well you told so me two glad weeks you found ago.
0: Well, you told me two weeks ago it needs mode. I was like, I know it needs mode. I'm calling like, people. Hey, Brittany, you where's your guy? I'm not blowing it off. I mean, I'm literally looking and know For a week and a half, I have been trying people. So thank you to this guy. I'll talk to him. If he figures out I'm stormed our weather, and then I'm he wants to give up, him a shout out. I was going to say. I will do that. So anyway, I had to say that. That's my good news. So uh, he's going to come out tomorrow, and I'm going to get on a mowing schedule. So you won't see dandelions that are like two feet tall Yay. in my yard anymore. <laughs> okay. So it's my podcast. I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> is it, Okay. Is it yours? <laughs> it is mine. So all right. So I, let's, let's get to the next segment, which is in other news. Corey and I both have some stuff. Uh, you want me to go first, Corey? You want to go first?
2: You can go first.
0: Okay, well, uh, well, let's go back and forth. What I have, I thought this was interesting. I found this the World Meteorological Association, uh, which is like the big umbrella of all the you know, NOAA and, and NWS and everything. Uh, they are going, they have decided they are going to retire the hurricane name of IDA. From the rotating list because that was
1: a big one, wasn't it?
0: The Ida was a big one, yeah. Uh, and then the the graphic here says uh, uh, death and destruction it caused in the U.S. on August and September 2021. Um, the new name is going to be Imani, I M A N I. Imani.
1: Yeah, cuz they always retire them if they're a bad one.
0: Yes, yes. And so I I was really inter you know kind of good to just glad to see this that they were doing that. Yeah, if if you get a really bad I think Katrina is gone. Yes, I mean, Yeah, done. Yeah, if you get a bad hurricane, that name is is Andrew. gone. They don't have to be as bad as Katrina to be retired. No, well, no, right, no. right. But I mean, uh, Katrina was the first thing I thought of. Anyway, Imani will be used in used in the names uh which are overseen by the WMO. World Meteorological Association to help in communication of storm warnings and to alert people about potentially blah, 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 blah. Uh, The names are repeated every six years, which we've covered this on the pod before, uh, unless a storm is so deadly that its name is retired, as in this case of Ida. In total, 94 names have now been retired from the Atlantic Basin since 1953, when storms began to be named under the current system. So 1953... That's when they really started implementing the names of the system. So I thought that was very interesting. Uh, Ida, which was something, but uh, some more information about that, why they're doing that. So, all right. So, Corey, you, you say words. Words. <laughs> well, more words. There's a drought
2: going on in the western United States, and things are going downhill and are not going uphill for quite some time. Oh, my. It's a
1: shame we can't share some.
2: <clears throat> yeah. I know. Well, We've got we're, it. we're doing all right, but I'm telling you, just just west of here, right at the Kansas border, Oklahoma border, up into California, they are in pretty bad shape. They're dry, and some of it is. Most of it is exceptional drought, and it's not good. And oh, exceptional! That's like D four, isn't it? That's bad. This is as, as bad as you can get. Get the fires.
0: Wow, in California. they're
2: not. It's not looking good because they're predicting this drought's not going to let up till 2030. What? That's 6 years from no, se- 8 8 years, eight from, years from, now. from now.
1: I mean, what? How can they predict that?
2: Well, climatology. It's they got some climate change theories going on with this thing. They've they've mapped it all out. They kind of have a pretty good idea. They have actual they've been keeping records on the climate. Did you know there's climate records? And uh soil moisture records that date back twelve hundred years.
1: Twelve hundred. Oh, Where I didn't know they it went back those? that
2: far. Twelve hundred really? years. In America.
1: Where did they keep those? <laughs>
2: Where do they keep the road?
1: <laughs> Where twelve hundred years did they?
2: <laughs> the Ball Knobbers Theater.
0: That, They've and been and here then, for. Is a while. That, was that
1: what they found? Is that some of the treasure they found in the? Wow! National Treasure. With these
2: records, they can analyze and they note uh, every ten years is getting drier, drier, and drier. I believe that it's a, what they call a mega drought. Now, do you know how they keep these records? How they started? No. Do you know what these well, records are?
0: Well, soil. I mean. N- No soil
2: moisture. The climate records and soil moisture records are locked in trees to tree rings.
0: Oh wait wait wait! I did not know that when I was looking at you. Like they're in trees, so that's how they're
2: doing it. These trees that they are analyzing (laughs) right now date back to the year eight hundred in western united states oh How? like the well like the
0: redwoods and How all? Are yes. i mean they still alive? got no they got trees
2: absolutely trees are you oh yeah absolutely
0: 1200 years yes. old trees i believe it
2: and they I can determine it. from these rings we that we were excited because we had a tree that not was the same as they were back then <laughs> Yeah! Wow, these trees are huge, though. Oh, you know? Yeah. Well,
1: where do you see a twelve hundred year old California? Tree? California. Like, I want to go see. They're huge.
0: One. No, you need to go to the redwood forest. You need yeah. to oh, see yeah. all these. There's a song about that. Twelve hundred year old.
1: I mean, yeah. what has that tree seen? How did it survive all the lightning storms? They were storms able and- to
2: create a map of soil moisture, which measures the intensity of a drought across the region, and it didn't really start going. Downhill till about eh, mid nineteen forties, nineteen fifties. Oh, it that long! ago. started. You started getting a little bit. Eh, something's not after right after the here. Industrial Revolution. Correct. Yep. Yep. That makes sense to me. And this thing needs to be published and made known to everybody because it's it's definitive proof mm-hmm. that. Climate change, change does exist.
0: Oh yeah, nature—that's n- what nature is. I mean, <laughs> it responds to its environment, so mm-hmm. that
2: makes total yeah, that's what it's valid made to sense.
0: Do. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: Twenty twenty was dry. Twenty twenty one was drier, but twenty twenty two, there's going to be water shortages, and this is just the beginning. If it's going to last for another eight years, who knows really how long it is going to last? But that they're predicting it will last and. At least until twenty thirty. Well, the only thing I heard was on
0: on TV. They said like Californians, they put in like emergency where you can only water your lawn once, right. Once once a week or once a day or I don't know. It's it's like this weird. Well, and
1: that's like that same thing we read up. You know that part where you can walk from the United States to Russia. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But you haven't been able to for the last several years because it hasn't frozen over like it it used to freeze over every year. Yep. And now it hasn't frozen fully over for years.
0: Yeah, even though that the 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 climate change is going on and the world is getting warmer. Well, it's getting warmer because and we've talked about drought before. Drought is like a self-feeding machine because you get the dry soil it can't hold moisture, so it heats up faster. Mm-hmm. But when it heats up faster, then it tends to dry out more. So it, you you got this cycle. That's why drought is so bad. That I, I mean, if you we don't get,
2: you have two ways of measuring a drought. Soil moisture is one of them. Mm-hmm. The other is measuring the water in the aquifers and the water table underground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but but that but, but soil moisture affects. What the farmers are growing up here, right? Yeah, drought. Drought could affect our food
0: supply. I mean, Absolutely. drought affects yeah. everything. People say, oh, it's just a drought; it's dry. No, it has effects. <laughs> exactly. So see them wow.
1: immediately, but right they're there.
0: Yeah, and it's it, it's oh eight years. Oh my lord, that's not good. I mean, and I'm with you, Cher. I mean, we're gonna get get we're at or maybe right above. Uh, what climatologically, what water, what we should be here, but that doesn't affect people out west.
2: Right. <laughs> there's a and dam. We get a lot our, of things from there. There's a there's a reservoir out in California. I read about it yesterday, and it has nothing to do with this. It just came to mind because I read about it yesterday. They're having to uh, make a hard decision for their town because not only does that reservoir provide electricity. Through the dam and the turbines and stuff, it also provides their water supply. Right now, they're having to determine whether they need electricity more or water more. Oh no! Yeah, that's how how bad it is. How do you even? They're going to have to ship electricity in from other areas, I'm sure. But what state this is? California. California. Up until (laughs) now, they've been able to. That lake has been able to survive both, but the water level is so low. That they're they having to generate. make a, the decision, yeah, they water can't, or electricity. They
0: can't generate. It's like right. we're lucky because where we live, we've got t- Table Rock, which we can generate. But we're fortunate because we have water. They don't have water out there, right? Wow, those poor people. Mm-hmm.
1: I think they could siphon from the ocean somehow.
0: I and always thought that purify it, but you know. but everybody says it, it's it's not it's not cost effective or something. I'm like, well. If life
1: I mean, and crops are right, involved
2: there is no price on life. If I you mean you don't
1: have a choice.
2: And wow. uh I didn't realize this, but there is a sliver of Missouri now abnormally dry in southwest Missouri. Uh oh. Yeah. It's I just, thought we were normal. It's just showing up in uh very the very northern or northeast corner of Jasper County. Uh Barton County That's not far from here Vernon County Uh Uh-huh Like West Central Lamar, Missouri There's a sliver that's abnormally dry So we're going to have to watch it I think I think May is going to take care of that Probably erase that I hope I mean, we've got several rounds of activity coming in Yeah, where I mean Looking into WPC Which sometimes is helpful Sometimes is not Uh, Well I want to talk about that too (laughs) Um, but it, it gives us hope.
0: It it does give us hope. And uh, y- y- I've, I've, t- I've talked to Corey about this a lot. And I think I've mentioned a couple times on the podcast. I look at the WPC and I don't have a lot of confidence in well, it's them. It's a seven-day prediction. Yeah, I mean, it's a seven-day prediction of how much rain we can get. And they were talking five to seven inches at one point. And that leads us to the next thing I was going to say. Last week they were saying you know five. That's four, what they're five. saying right now. Yeah, I don't believe them. I don't believe them. Um, but it's pretty, you know what? A pretty
2: wide area too.
0: But you remember last week we had a contest. I won. I won. I won. Did you know that? I, didn't I won very hard. I knew it. Well, apparently <laughs> not. I threw out
1: a number because I wasn't paying attention. That's
0: right. <laughs> you, were, you were working on your stuff. Yes, last week. If you remember the podcast last week, we all had a rainfall projection contest. Because, and Corey said two inches and two hundredths. <laughs> I have it written down somewhere. <laughs> and then Shara said two inches and tw- two tenths or 2.2 so, or whatever. And I said, I don't think we're going to get, but maybe an inch and three quarters. Well, guess what? My weather station recorded 1.78 inches. I win. I'm relishing in the
2: uh, applause right now, but so.
0: Anyway, uh, that's just that, and I've always. I, and I wonder where they're getting the rainfall projections from. I mean, I know it's models, but this, Corey, this isn't the first time we've seen this, where they do a lot, and then it's like, okay, then the next day they're like, okay, well, maybe not much, or two days later they'll just kind of back down. And I'm trying to figure out where are they just looking at model data? It's a
2: uh, composite model solution
0: yeah i mean now in their defense this time okay i didn't look what the latest was i have have you looked what the latest uh they're saying yeah it's pretty
2: up there like five f- inches five, five inches okay in areas of southwest missouri
0: now the national weather service springfield has issued a graphic showing the potential for Branson, Springfield to be two to three inches, but Joplin and west into um, southeast Kansas, northeast Oklahoma, more of the three to four, maybe five inches. So we look at that now. Since the National Weather Service, Springfield is looking on that uh, two inches, three inches.
2: Branson's looking at one and a half to two inches through Monday night. Now is this WPC? No, this is uh, NWS. The Springfield DSS packet, the latest one that was released at two thirty. Oh, okay. So the DSS is decision supports. No,
0: what is it? Decision something support. Yeah. Something. Uh, uh, anyway, DSS. Yeah, you can find it on the National Weather Service site. Uh, it's but public. it does have a
2: sliver of heavier rain right north of Branson and between Branson and Springfield, maybe. Uh, yeah. Two to three. Two okay. Two and a half here. So oh, so Tuesday. basically,
0: at this point, we can say general two inches. Yeah, general for sure. That makes more that's sense tonight.
2: But I'm looking at Wednesday too.
0: Well, right, right, yeah. This is just this round. Yeah. Now Wednesday, you said that other rounds coming in, and I looked at it on your graphic. Looks like, pretty strong. That, that's to me. pretty pretty strong. So yeah. we're gonna gonna have to watch that. So we'll see. Uh, but if that if that turns out to be more, then that makes the WPC more valid in saying five inches. You know, two it, this round and two to three. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. So, you got anything else?
2: Uh, just an article that says uh, the recent record keeping uh, from from the tornadoes, confirmed tornadoes, mm-hmm. they believe Tornado Alley may be shifting to the east a little bit, you know, over Missouri as well, over even Branson. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 40 years We've ago talked it about was. that. We've <laughs> talked about that before. Yeah. Um. They conducted a study in 2018, and they're and they're uh, taking yearly observations, tornado observations, confirmed reports, kind of mapping them out. But this year we had a lot down south too. You know, the, that, yeah, that, that's, that's, why that's I say like it. a different tornado alley down there, right? Yeah, Dixie, that, Dixie, you, alley. exactly. Yeah, the Dixie thing, right? But this. Right now, with the Tornado Alley, they're mapping out starts in Wichita, halfway between Oklahoma City and Tulsa, all of the state of Arkansas, south of Kansas City to St. Louis, and all of southern Missouri, oh. and up into uh, up into Illinois, Indiana, yeah, Kentucky. So now that's fascinating. Yeah, I'm gonna have to research that because I had to no watch. idea. Something to watch for sure. Oh. You, well, can find, you can find that on AccuWeather, actually. Okay. Um, and yet, yes, we go through several weather sites. We don't just
0: do the you know, I go through them all. Oh yeah, yeah. We we look everything because we what we do here at StormDart. We we try to get a composite of everything. You know, if we don't don't agree with something, we'll say it. You know, but most of the time we kind of agree with stuff, so we'll just kind of go with that.
2: Yep. Let's talk about uh, pear trees and the partridge. No. Oh, just a pear tree. Pear trees
1: aren't good. People, we talked about this last
2: week. Yeah, we did. In. People brought them in, you know, because they were in the 1920s. They're invasive. pretty. They're invasive. Flowery. They are yeah. invasive. Mm-hmm.
1: But they brought them in because they look pretty. They're, yeah. At, like right Let's we'll talk drunk.
2: about a certain pear tree called a calorie pear tree. It's C A L L E R Y. It was brought to the United States in the 1920s from Asia. It poses many threats uh, to the area. And uh and they're not very sturdy during a storm. I notice they, they break no, a lot.
1: They're flimsy trees.
2: Yep. Any of those pear trees, Bradford pear, the
0: calamari pear calamari, is that it? Sure.
2: What'd you say? That, that's uh that's like a, a seafood. Oh cal calgary
0: Calorie. Oh calorie. I don't
2: C-A-L-L-E-R-Y. know. C A L L E R Y. Calamari, yeah. Okay. Well <laughs> the Missouri Department of Conservation has said Whoa, that's enough. We don't want this tree spreading its wings. Good. Anymore. So they moved them all from their properties, and they're burning them. But they are also offering a buyback program. If you have a calorie tree, they will replace it with a tree that is native to the area. And okay. it's just as beautiful.
1: So do you bring them your tree, or do you have to prove you burned it,
0: or I don't what?
2: know. They don't really say. Take a picture and say, come get my tree. <laughs> right.
1: And I, I have to say, we actually personally witnessed this. Um, back when we first bought, we bought our first home, uh, 2001, 2002, yeah. um, in Webb City, Missouri. And so it was a brand new development. The whole neighborhood was brand new. It had used to be a field and a developer came in, started building new homes. So there's no trees. There's no plants. There's nothing. There's no shade. So, you know, everybody's wanting to landscape and, and plant trees. And we had one. Our backyard was just hot. It was dry. <laughs> it was flat. No shade. You couldn't be out there in the summer in the evening hours because that's where the sun set. Right, right. So our neighbors are all putting in trees. And you, know, what do you want to do? You want to buy a pretty tree. You know, so they went and bought these pear trees because they were leafy, they were flowery right off the bat. You know, they're maybe only five foot tall, but they were pretty. Flimsy, but pretty. We were the only ones that went and spent and they were cheap. That was the other thing. They were cheap. (laughs) We went to an actual landscaper, looked into what kind of tree. What did we end up buying? Pin oak. A pin oak. Oh, okay. Okay, so it basically looked like a humongous stick. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: when did. we bought, and we <laughs> <laughs> spent like eighty bucks on it. <laughs> it was a stick. It was a big, taller. tall stick. Had no leaves. Had nothing on it. Okay, we got made fun of by the neighbors because they're like, "You spent how much on that
2: on this stick?"
1: You know, and, and if you
2: drive by, it's but huge. But if
1: you drive to that neighborhood now, and and even during the first storm, I remember many winds coming through, <laughs> and their pear trees are laying on the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. Those things do not hold up, uh. and. Our pin oak is beautiful and shading Aww. the house, and all their pear trees are gone, and they still don't have any trees.
2: <laughs> so the Missouri Department of Conservation, <laughs> they want proof that you uh, properly cut them down and removed the stump, and they will replace it so with a native tree. So you just have to video tree.
1: the whole process? Or well, I don't know. Or it
2: would make sense.
0: Yeah, just to get rid of that. Yeah, because right. if you don't get rid of the stump, it's going to grow back, Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: So. They don't have much of a stump because they're tiny little trees. Yeah. Well they that, want
2: them out of
0: here. Well that's they, true. They're everywhere though. Well see, my mother does not stink. have any Bradford pears. Mm-hmm. I don't think no, she had one, but then the ice storm came in two thousand seven and just destroyed it. So she didn't have any more. But the neighbor to the south has one and every time the wind blows really hard, it, it Yeah, it, they no. lay down. Yeah, she's like, let's just get rid of these but things. They so.
1: Smell horrible.
0: I thought I thought they were like they smell like rotten pears. I don't Rotting flesh.
1: Rotting flesh.
0: Oh, that's yucky.
1: Like if you're walking through a neighborhood that has a bunch of them, it's like. Blech.
0: It's not like dogwood. Dogwoods are like beautiful. No, dogwoods are beautiful. Oh my god. That's interesting because that just that caps what we were talking about last last podcast. Yep. I'm glad you said that. So yeah, so get a videotape of you destroying your pear, either Bradford or Calabari
2: or or Cala- it's, it's not like Calif- they're ever going to give you a pear anyway. Caliphragic yeah, expialidocious trees. tree after many, many How years. How many
1: years, though? Oh. But
0: just keep the partridge, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Save the partridge before Save you cut partridge. down the pear tree. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. I had one last thing to add for the In Other News segment. (laughs) We're going really long here. It's a long Uh, In Other News. Now this is interesting. uh, I've talked about our uh, friendly TV meteorologist uh, down in Alabama, James Spann, posted this video that I thought was so fascinating. It's a huge dust devil, a whirlwind in Anchorage, Alaska, that is anticyclonic. Shara's looking at me like, what?
1: I don't know what that means.
0: Does, Corey, do you, can you remember what anti-cyclonic? So it's just
1: going in a straight line.
0: No. <laughs> no. Any clue? If not, I'll explain it. Go ahead. Cyclonic. I mean, I've seen many a dust cycle in my cyclonic day. Cyclonic is the action of the way the wind travels around, which is counterclockwise. So it goes,
1: so anti goes.
0: Anti-cyclonic goes clockwise? is clockwise. I know, it's, it is it is confusing because if you go cyclonic in the southern hemisphere, it's clockwise, but anti-cyclonic would be counterclockwise in the southern hemisphere. It, it's all I live, weird.
1: I grew up in Oklahoma, so I've seen many a dust devil in my time.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, 99.5% of them are cyclonic, which means, you know, if you see a tornado, you see a hurricane. If you look at it from the top down, and th- this was discussed in the weather school, it's counterclockwise motion that's called cyclonic if you do anti-cyclonic it's going the other way and this video from his his site was actually so funny fascinating i couldn't even believe it so i had to bring that up uh and an, it's just a dust devil it's not not a not a tornado or anything yeah, they're it's not just,
1: dangerous they just hurt your eyes if you're no, in
0: one but it's pretty big it's this huge thing going <laughs> it's crazy in a parking lot so anyway uh if you google that uh huge dust devil in anchorage anchorage alaska of all places you know not dixie not Midwest. Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> weird
1: they would get a Dust Devil.
2: Of course they would get a Dust Devil. So, Okay, you got anything else in this segment, Corey? There was another one that came to Portland four days ago. A Dust Devil? Yeah, it was during a baseball game, and... Uh, the wind was so, so strong, it ripped off the roof of the dugout. I got some video of it right oh here. Oh, my gosh. I I've Four seen this here.
1: happen at other games, like where they have to oh, run well, in and so take cover. So
2: it was a normal day here on I'll the baseball field. They kind
1: of come up out of nowhere, and you got to take then cover. And it's out of
2: nowhere. It's totally ripped off the oh roof gosh. of the <laughs> <laughs> baseball oh my gosh. Of, the, of the diamond. People and are running.
1: Well, yeah, a roof's coming at you.
2: Yeah. Those are usually made of metal. It wasn't really a dust devil; it was more like a whirlwind. It was just a wind gust. It, was, yeah, a psych- it I, was cyclonic. I mean,
0: you get the yeah. You get those dust de- that's type of thing. They're not tornadoes. They right. are, you know, tornadoes are. It, it's it's the same difference between hail and sleet. They're kind of the same thing, but they're manufactured they're totally differently. And I've <laughs>
1: seen many a softball game or baseball game where they're out there playing and they're just fine, and all of a sudden you see this trail of dust oh coming, i've seen that yes and you, you go, gotta run and take cover you go
0: youtube yeah, They're all over youtube and it's fascinating so this happened when portland did you say this yeah portland yeah that's on the upper northwest coast that's wild okay well i think it's time to probably get to the next segment <laughs> get ready to get it's Shara's Fun Facts or this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. Okay, so Shara, whatever fun facts or what, what do you have today? Hold on to your britches. Uh-oh. I have both. <gasps> you have both. Ooh, wait a minute. You have both. Okay, so... That's a new in That's a new word. Endazzle. dazzle, Indazzle. Yeah, that's my yeah. new word. Around, I don't so.
1: have much, but I mean, it is May Day. That's true. Okay. So, in case you didn't know, May Day is May 1st. May Day is a public holiday usually celebrated on May 1st. It is an ancient northern hemisphere spring festival and a traditional spring holiday in many cultures. Dances, singing, and cake are usually part of the festivities. Um, it began... In the late 19th century, May Day was chosen as the date for International Workers' Day by the socialists and communists of the Second International. This is when they all were fighting over eight hour workdays.
2: Do you remember when we used to go to. uh,
1: I don't remember fighting for an eight hour workday.
2: Riverview Park in Miami. We'd have our school, end of school picnics there, and across the street they had uh, the.
1: Getting there. Okay. Hold your horses in there but anyway it started as like a big protest (laughs) it like started as a big protest day uh protesting eight hour work days um which as you know you know they used to be sun up to sundown so eight hours was a a break to them that was a good thing um but so it's also known as international workers day
0: i've heard that I heard that on like the T V. like it's
1: So it used to be a big protest day. Now it's a
0: celebratory now
2: day. It's a yeah, you, know what, you know what it also is? What? Silver Dollar City Day.
0: May Day is?
2: May first is why? the anniversary. It's the birthday of Silver Dollar City really? today. We were sixty two years old.
0: I didn't know that. I've never wow. heard that. And
2: now you know. I'm not that old.
0: Anyway. <laughs> Yet.
1: <laughs> but it's also, you know, it's known for its Maypole dance. There's tons of traditions. That maypole on,
2: stuff It's like, what is the maypole? Depending on what country
1: you live in, it, it's a bigger deal in other Cher countries.
2: and I had a maypole. We
1: had a maypole until
2: they took it out. People in our remember. park mm-hmm.
1: in our hometown d- didn't really know how to.
2: It was a pole. Work it. it.
1: It wasn't an actual like. It didn't work like the maypoles from these type maypoles. I don't know. It had. It
2: was a pole and it had handle and it big had long handles and you could swing around it and you grabbed the handle. And you swung around it, and you could go pretty high.
1: You could get going pretty high swinging. Oh, yeah. But the maypoles from those festivals are where uh, maidens, medieval maidens, they dance around with ribbons, and they make f- formation. They weave together their ribbons and make really pretty designs and patterns and things like that. This so. is the
0: cool thing, because the hues, they're, they're Swedish. <coughs> we had one year in May... The Maypole dance. They would get this this Maypole thing and go around, and we would play like Maypole music, and it was really strange.
2: Now, I thought May Day was something completely different. I don't. don't I watched. Okay.
1: What? Let me finish before you go there. Yes, okay. Because I might have already covered it.
0: (laughs) Okay, Shara, continue.
1: (laughs) It actually was outlawed for a while because of its. During its time it's uh the Maypole. S- well, no, not the Maypole. I, oh I thought you were still on May Day. Are you still on the Maypole? If you want to say something about the Maypole, go
2: <laughs> no, I I was moved ge- on from the I, I, I left the Maypole.
1: Oh, okay. No, May Day itself. Know,
2: you know what a Mayfly is? Yeah. yeah. It don't bother me. Yeah. yeah.
1: May no May Mayfly, Day celebrations were actually outlawed for a brief period for several years uh, probably decades. Um because of its uh <sighs> promiscuity, we'll call it that. Okay, okay. Uh, it's spring. For spring. general podcasting, yes. Yes, okay. So here's <laughs> the thing, though. There, this was one of the traditions. Um, celebration <laughs> of fertility and abundance.
0: Oh, okay. Led
1: to the saying, the old saying, rolling in the hay. Oh. So they would have these big celebrations. I thought that's what farmers did. This is where they would have big May Day celebrations, but... Half the people would disappear into the hayfields <laughs> to roll in the hay, so to speak.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> the practice of which promised abundance for the upcoming year.
0: I understand what they mean by abundance. Okay. In
1: general, it was a day marked by uh, libidinous mood, um, excessive promiscuity encouraged increased fertility in general for the year to come.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: <laughs> That's all we gotta say about that.
2: They were Twitter painted.
0: Twitter paid, yes.
1: What?
2: Have you ever watched Bambi?
1: Well, yeah, but
2: okay. Well, you should watch it. Spring, it's been a long time. April showers is their well, spring's when all the very babies are First born. musical number in Bambi, and then they're <laughs> talking about Twitter painted, and the animals are flirting with each other, and they end but up having babies. A usually, babies.
1: come in spring, not conceive in spring well,
2: you never know that's not what I was heading at though is that what okay you're...
1: no that's all so go on what do you got
2: I always thought of you know when I think of Mayday I was watching the Twilight Zone just the other day and these planes from World War II were flying through the Bermuda Triangle and they're like Mayday, no, mayday. No, 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 no. that's what I was thinking okay, yeah. it's Here's like the deal. It's, made, it's
0: like a distress single in, in yeah.
1: my intense studies that I did on Mayday has nothing to do with that it's one <laughs> word Mayday and it's from a yeah. Latin word which I cannot say and I don't have it written down Oh, okay but means come help. That's okay. It's from a Latin word. Nothing
2: to do with the month. Metamata,
1: then. Blah, 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 something that means come help. <laughs> hey, well, come help good. now, I think. That,
2: that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I, I think I said I it perfectly. Pop that, but, you know. <laughs> Maybe
1: hungry for German <laughs> food. I think I nailed it. I hope I didn't offend anyone. But anyway, that's anyway, yes. that, nothing to do with Mayday. Mayday. Yeah, right. that's completely different.
2: Makes me want to head to the Amana colonies up in Iowa and get some German cuisine. Oh, my God. I don't
1: if anybody hollering Mayday out in them hayfields.
2: Oh, we're going off the rails. All right. All right. So you people are just coughing up, up a lung over there.
1: I am. I'm still coughing badly. Well, she,
2: she's... Uh, and if you you get look me, fine. If you just sound like that. If you get me to like laugh, in,
1: I will cough hard. Okay,
0: we don't want that. Okay,
1: right. uh, this date in weather
0: history. Oh, okay. Back to weather history. May 1st, <laughs> 1857. That's a long time ago.
1: The Washington Evening Star published its very first U.S. national weather summary using observations from volunteers...
2: And tree rings... True, yeah, right. To the
1: Smithsonian Institution's Cooperative Network.
2: Oh. It's on
1: here. You can look it up. It's very difficult to read, but they have different people that chimed in from different parts of the country and basically said what the weather was at 7 o'clock a.m. Wow. Clear, pleasant, clear, cool, cloudy, cool. That was your weather forecast for the day.
0: Is it, but that's records. That's 18- the when they started. 57, yeah. Oh, how cool. Very
1: first one published. And they just used volunteers from throughout the
0: country. I love it. Yeah. Uh, May 1st,
1: 1938, an estimated F4 impacted areas east of Pratt, Kansas. A few farms were struck along the tornado's path, including one at which four members of a family were killed. Two other F3s occurred in south central Kansas, both of which also produced major damage.
2: Pratt was hit about 15 years ago, too. Pretty badly, too. See, I'm noticing more Kansas stuff.
0: Well, it... Kansas-nators.
1: Kansas-Oklahoma, you know. Yeah. An estimated... Oh, wait, sorry. April 29th, 1947. An estimated F-4 damaged or destroyed most of Worth, Missouri. Only half of a brick building and a few homes remain standing, with all remaining structures in and around town being leveled Fourteen people were killed and forty five injured.
0: So you're saying it's worthless.
1: It, it was worth a tornado. Wait,
0: wait. That's what I meant to do. Yeah, not, not to. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. No, Our I should no, to the families. I, I, I don't mean to make life. Well, that- don't write letters. <laughs> no. And where where is that? 1947,
1: anyway? Worth, Missouri. 47. I don't
2: know. How do you spell that?
1: Worth. W <coughs> O like
0: R T H
2: W-O-R-T-H. Like worth? worth. Yeah, just regular. Yeah, worth, just like Worth. Regular warmth. old
1: Worth, yeah. Like, how ha- much I'm are you have, worth, Missouri? I'm going to have
2: to put that on Google Maps and figure out where Yeah, okay. find, find so, out where Worth, Missouri Corey is. Corey Yeah.
0: Um,
1: <clears throat> Manford, Oklahoma, April 29th, 1984. 27-mile path, 60 injured. A man was killed when his pickup was thrown 150 yards from a church parking lot into a school cafeteria.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: 15 homes destroyed. A third of the homes uh, were demolished. Wow.
2: Okay. Worth, Missouri is up there. Way it up there. Borders the Iowa border. Oh. You so your you're map? talking northern. Okay. Yeah. Right now, the population.
1: Almost not worth calling it Missouri. Oh. The population <laughs> of
2: Worth, Missouri. Okay. Okay. Wait. 12? Okay. What? 59. It's not you know,
0: big place. I know. I know towns that are less than that oh, yeah. around here. Sure.
1: Well, it may have been because it was leveled in 1947, and they just didn't rebuild. Right. Well,
0: that's true. Possibly. Yep.
1: Here is the thing: in 1947, 14 were killed and 45 were injured. That's, that's the whole town. That's
0: the entire. That's wow. <laughs> that's the that's entire town. Probably, yeah. Wow. Right. Wow. Okay.
1: An estimated F4 destroyed nearly all of Cisco, Texas. Uh, I don't have a year. Where? Oh. I'm losing my touch here.
0: Oh my I don't gosh. We'll have to fire you. Uh yeah.
1: striking after sunset. Hate them after sunset. Massive tornado destroyed all but two buildings in town. All but two buildings. A train was thrown 80 to 200 feet from the tracks. At least 23 people were killed and 150 or more injured. It threw a train
0: over, a train?
1: A train over That's 80 feet. That's not
0: right. Yes.
1: Huh. I wish I knew what year that
0: was. <laughs> <laughs> a train? I, I, April twenty
1: eighth, 2020. A significant severe weather event impacted the Southern Plains and Ozarks region. A derecho brought winds up to 75 to 80 miles per hour throughout the area, along with a few tornadoes and hail. A lightning bolt in the line spanned a record 477 miles.
0: That's a long
2: way. 477? Cisco Tornado was April 28th.
1: I know. What year?
2: 1893. Oh, what? wow. But 19th it century. It a train. It did.
1: So like a, a
2: they had steam trains, engine? They had trains in 1893. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah oh my god. back to the future. it threw a steam engine <laughs> <laughs> things were heavy <laughs> uh april twenty eighth nineteen sixty nearly a dozen strong tornadoes impacted central Oklahoma. The Oklahoma City metro was battered as an f3 ripped through the southern part of the city, and a pair of f 2s struck more. poor more, more simultaneously more, yeah, I know
0: more gets more.
1: Two tornadoes hit it at once. Simultaneously,
0: what? no, that's that's unheard of.
1: Like, my sister lived in Moore for many, many years, and yeah, I don't know why
0: she should move to Joplin. Now, wait a moved, minute, she
1: moved to uh, Miami. Oklahoma. I was gonna say, wait a
0: minute, Joplin, not she Joplin. She just recently
1: moved to Oklahoma, so you know, I mean, she's in Oklahoma still, but she went north, north, yeah, <laughs> out of Moore at least,
0: yeah, <laughs> out
1: of the Oklahoma City because poor Moore has been hit so many times. Um, sadly, o- only three. I mean, I know three. Three people still a lot. Three people were killed on a farm near Cromwell.
0: Cromwell, okay.
1: Uh, On this date in 1950, an F4 tornado struck Holdenville, Oklahoma.
0: Oh, my buddy, my buddy Ray, his wife is from Holdenville. My
1: sister and her husband lived in Holdenville for many years. He was a band director at the high school there before they moved to Moore. They're not very good at
0: this. No, I was going to say, they, they're not, no. They, <laughs> they they're are horrible no. at
1: picking where to live. <laughs> um, but if you're a band director, you got to go where the openings are. But that was their first, uh, that was his first band director job. Oh, my gosh. He was gosh. there for several years. But uh, it claimed five lives, injured 32 others as it ravaged the town. And, I mean, all of these come with pictures. And they're, wow, oof, like, yeah. look them up. <clears throat> April 27th to 28th, 1912. At least 21 tornadoes impacted Oklahoma and Texas. A dozen of them were rated F3 or F4. The town of Lugert, I hope I said that right, Oklahoma was the hardest hit with almost every structure in town destroyed.
0: That's got to be an EF5. More than that 38 people
1: were killed and more than 175. Well, it's 1912, so you figure their structures were wood.
0: Yeah, but still, I mean, if every if almost every structure was destroyed, it'd have to be an F e, four or an F five. It had to be really strong, really powerful.
1: Mm. It, I mean, it says it a dozen of them were rated F three or F four, so and that was the hardest. Thing.
0: I say four. If everything was like destroyed, four at least four. <coughs> That's just my opinion. I put it on the podcast. There you go.
1: That's all I have. Garen just texted me. Uh oh! Does he, he have said, a fun fact? Does Stormed our weather podcast take questions?
0: Okay. Sometimes. Well, yeah. I mean, we could. So, what's his question? Well,
1: he hasn't told me. So he just wanted to know if we do.
0: We'll say okay. So
1: we'll give him a minute to answer
2: me. Yeah. Okay. So so <laughs> yeah. So Corey, yeah. You know that that tornado hit Andover, Kansas. This yes. Year, this this week. Yes. Friday. Mm-hmm. 31 years ago. 31 years and three days ago was the EF-5 that hit Andover. See, I knew it was close to that because people were talking about 31 yeah. years ago, 1991. 31 Funny years. thing is... Wow. Is it funny? One week ago, I had a family from Andover in my cave, on my cave tour. Oh, I hope and they're okay. I talked about... We talked about the tornado and her home was destroyed in 1991. And... She had all kinds of stories to tell me about it, and I don't know. I hope she's okay because another tornado hit Andover. Now nobody died in this last one; only four were injured, miraculously. Right. I don't know how that happened. It was an EF preliminary EF three. Yeah, yeah, and that that's strong enough to to take lives, but somehow no fatalities were reported.
0: So, so we were spared on fatalities this time. Is that all you had from your... That was it. Oh, that's all? I was done. Okay, so you're all done with your share is fun something. That's what I have on the, in the uh, uh, outline because I never know what you have, the 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 fun facts or the history. So thank you for I dazzling had both. us. Yes, I know. Thank you for Sometimes dazzling I us. Sometimes I deliver. Yes, you do. Most weeks. There you go. On both. <laughs> all right, let's get to the last segment. Then. It's the weather word of the week. And it's time for this week's stormed our weather weather word of the week. And it's really easy, but I thought it was cute. So, Shara, what is this week's stormed our weather weather word of the week?
1: Pingo. Not like bingo.
0: It's a pingo. Pingo
1: with a P. P
0: I N G O. Not like so what, pongo. What is a pingo? Yes. <laughs>
1: A large frost mound of more than a one-year duration.
0: Yeah, so it's probably, it's probably maybe something <laughs> that Stuart has seen up there in Alaska, or even more than Utqiagvik. Surely
1: they have segments <laughs> that just don't melt, ever.
0: Yeah, well, the permafrost. I mean, that that's the thing that came through my head. Is like, permafrost? Well, is it a permafrost? Um, Our friend uh, Misty.
1: Yeah. I don't remember where she said she was outside of.
0: She moved to Ecuador now.
1: Outside of Anchorage,
0: she's up in Alaska somewhere. They
1: they are just now finally seeing their ground.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: (laughs) it's mad! They can see their ground again, and they can see all the tools and things that were in their yard all winter long, buried under feet of snow.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: So they're quite excited.
0: Now aren't they? They're moving, right? They're moving to.
1: They're trying to move to North Carolina. Last I
0: heard. Okay. Well, that's very much less wintry.
1: Yeah, they're they're done with Alaska. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, like, I honestly I think I probably would be too if I was there that long. It's like, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm good. I've I've got my Alaska trip. I'm done. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Pingo. <coughs> yeah, so so permafrost work look at that word or whatever. So Okay. Well, gosh. What a podcast. I love this. So we got severe weather on the way uh, all this week. So watch our page. Corey, you got anything else to add? We'll go live if we need to. We'll probably go live tomorrow. I'm probably yeah. We'll probably be going live tomorrow. I don't. You, I don't know how we're going to do that. I mean, you can come over if you want. But, uh, but say we. He's off work. But so. my lawn guy is going to come over and talk to me about mowing my lawn. Yay. I thought you were going to say he
1: was coming to mow. I'm like, mm, might not be a good day well, to mow. Well,
0: no, he said. But he said, well, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. I'm like, I really it's want to, to say rain all week. I'm supposed. To, I'm stormed our weather. You know, I'm but, aware. Yeah, but I think once, once he comes here and see, sees my face, and he'll go, oh, you're the storm weather guy.
1: But you don't know how many mornings I ask Corey what I should dress the kids in. And he'll be like, I don't know.
2: It's like, look, look at, at the look website. At, look at storm yeah, But you know.
1: it's easier just to ask you.
2: Um, <laughs> but, I, I, you know, this time of year, it's 45 in the morning and 82 right. by 2 o'clock. But so. I have to
1: look at what it's going to be when she goes to recess. Right, My 14-year-old, he's well, a Well, that's why you look at the hour-by-hour hour, He's going to wear a
2: NWS,
0: T-shirt yeah. t-
1: and shorts no well, matter what. We hour-by-hour right there on our
0: website. Yeah, Garen's just going to wear But what my he daughter,
1: wears. you know, she, I don't want is, social services called on me, right. so I have to dress her
0: appropriately. Right. And, and even at break, I mean, it's like 10.51 now, but break was like 45 minutes ago or whatever. Didn't you say my weather station said 54? Yeah. I mean, That was 54? like at 9 o'clock. That's like... It was Cold. hot today. That's probably why it feels cooler down here, because it, if it's below, like, 60...
2: It's 53.1 right now. Well, then I need to turn the heater on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, midnight... I mean, we got down in the middle of the night last night to 43. 43. I'm glad I turned the I was heater on. I'm sweating
1: all night so. with my air on.
2: But but today was supposed to, supposed to be seventy
0: six, seventy seven, and then tomorrow's supposed to be like seventy one. But there's going to be
2: showers <laughs> and thunderstorms throughout the day, like you said. So the highest we've been all year eighty four. <coughs> when? I don't know. I'm just looking at the <gasps> month, day, the week. Oh uh, yeah, near. yeah. That's our ambient thing. This week though, we've made it up to seventy eight point one. That makes sense. So. Yeah, you know, I th- I, th- I think the eighty was probably in February. No, actually, we had eighty one point five yesterday. Okay, it was eighty one point five. So it was nice.
0: You know, see, that that's a disadvantage from working at home because you're inside all the time. I should go out. You
1: should step outside mm-hmm. more often.
0: I should go to the mailbox more often. For some reason,
1: I've been sick the last couple of days, and that, my family wants to leave the back door open with the screen. I'm like, of course, y'all are killing me. I'm trying to get ready better here.
0: Of course, they do. Well, tomorrow the pollen is supposed to be down four point nine. I remember that from earlier That's on. That's because that thing, it's going to rain. Right. it is and like you said I mean National Weather Service is about said 7 or 8 and then the models you looked at tonight said about 9 o'clock that kind of makes sense so I need it
1: to wash that oh <laughs> yeah will strip off my car
0: okay Shara is like uh, dumping things over alright so so be sure to look for us on Facebook at StormDAR Weather like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our post to have to show up in your news feed I can barely say this uh, you can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this week, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.
1: Say goodbye Uh, in one of your famous accents. Which one? I don't know. Pick one.
2: I tell you what, I could do my kitchen for you. No, no, no. <laughs> no.
1: Okay. I, I really do like your, your uh, Southern minister.
2: Are you sure about this?
1: Can you say goodbye in your Southern minister?
2: Okay. I do declare
1: that I reckon this here podcast is over.